0: The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.
1: Andrew is away today and tomorrow. He'll be back in this chair on Monday. I know he is working on getting a, an interview with Lionel Richie. Yes, Lionel Richie, the one and only who's coming to town. Um, It's Friday, September 1st. Friday, September 1st. Let me just double check. Uh, Yeah, Friday, September 1st. That's when it's going to be. Um, He is playing at Roger's Place with uh, Mariah Carey. So fingers crossed that you'll get to hear from Lionel Richie next week. That's always kind of cool. Someone who you've been listening to for a very, very long time. Uh, Again, a short show today. We'll be turning things over to Morley and Dave as they um, start the countdown to kick off with the uh, Dinette and Patio Furniture pregame show. Uh, That'll happen at 4 o'clock, just after the 4 o'clock news kickoff for the Eskimos game in Ottawa is at 5.30 today. One of the other stories we wanted to talk about and get to... Is this one? Because a number of you have texted in and about it um, about Brad Wall retiring as the uh, premier of Saskatchewan. He uh, made the announcement in a video on his Facebook page this morning. Now Brian Wall has been premier uh, in Alberta. I'm sorry, in Saskatchewan for about ten years now, and he said, "Yeah, that ten-year mark, um, that that was always a time that he thought would be." A good time to reevaluate what was needed in his life and what was needed for the province. So, together with his partner, decided that now is the time for renewal for for the party, for the government, and for the province. Now, he was first elected uh, as an MLA. In 1999, representing uh, Swift Current, in 2004, acclaimed as the leader of the Saskatchewan party. And in November of 2007, he was elected premier. I know from the number of texts that we get about Brad Wall that... uh You, Chadville, tend to be a huge fan of his, or maybe huge, not the right word, but you are a fan of his, um, of his outspokenness and his willingness to take a stand on issues. He um, has said he will stay on as premier until a new leader takes over. He becomes the fourth longest serving premier in Saskatchewan history. Um, When we talk about his popularity, yes, we know that... um, he rut- rut- routinely uh, places high in opinion polls, ranking the country's most popular premiers uh, in Saskatchewan over um, the past year. Um, a little bit more tough for him. I mean, a little bit more tough time in Saskatchewan. Tough times times result in having to make tough decisions that are unpopular. Um, they, in the spring budget, uh, tabled uh, what you would call an austerity budget. It cut library and education funding, as well as grants to municipalities. Um, the cash for the libraries was later restored. It raised the provincial sales tax and added uh, it to things that were previously exempt, such as children's clothing and restaurant meals. So when you look at the timing, you know, the 10-year mark is what he said was the uh, the right time for him to look at things and make a decision. Um You know, faced maybe with some more difficult times, too, in the province. Uh, You know, maybe now just a good time to uh, get out. But uh, his Facebook video uh, ran about, yeah, four minutes or so. And and here's Brad Wall's resignation announcement.
0: This November will mark 10 years since I had the incredible honour of being elected as Premier of this wonderful province that I love. I've always thought that the 10-year mark, should I be so fortunate to serve that long, might be the right time to reevaluate. Together with Tammy, I've decided that now is the time for renewal, for my party, for the government, for the province. It's time for me to retire from politics. And so I've asked the Saskatchewan party to begin the process of electing a new leader who will become the next premier. I'll continue to serve as premier until the new leader is chosen. And until then, there's still a lot of work to do and we carry out that work in a Saskatchewan much stronger after a decade of growth. It's easy to forget how things were in the province just 10 years ago. Remember the questions we used to ask. Could our population get over and stay over a million people? Could we put an end to the near certainty that young people would look first to someplace outside of Saskatchewan for their future? And why, in a province as blessed with resources and amazing and innovative people as ours, would we have the worst job creation record in all of Canada as we did just 10 years ago? Well, we came to office, some said naively, with a vision and a plan for growth, seeking to put an end to these questions together with you, the people of Saskatchewan. We set a goal of seeing Saskatchewan grow by 100,000 people in 10 years. Some call that impossible. Saskatchewan has now grown by 160,000 people during our decade of growth. We're only 40,000 short of 1.2 million people. Today there are over 67,000 more jobs in the province than there were 10 years ago. And instead of the worst job creation record, Saskatchewan has had Canada's second best job creation record during our decade of growth. And we don't ask those questions anymore. Growth is the new normal in this province. That is remarkable. The credit goes to you, Saskatchewan. And I think our plan for growth and its specific actions have also helped. Things like new, more aggressive immigration policies, the graduate retention program, our efforts to engage with the world, to tell Saskatchewan's story, to promote all that we have to offer to a growing world. Legislative and regulatory improvements to the business climate have helped. Lower income taxes, lower small and large business taxes, lower education property taxes have all helped create the Saskatchewan advantage and a decade of growth. And together we have invested the dividends of growth to improve the lives of Saskatchewan people. We have built and repaired a record number of highway kilometers. We've built 40 new and replacement schools and hired 850 more teachers to instruct a growing number of students. We've been building long-term care facilities and a new children's hospital and a new psychiatric hospital. We've taken the longest surgical wait times in Canada 10 years ago and transformed them into among the shortest in Canada with the help of 750 more doctors, 3,000 more nurses of every designation that we've hired, and with the help of innovations like private surgical clinics. And we have remembered those most vulnerable during our decade of growth. Doubling supports for people with disabilities, tripling the income assistance program for low-income seniors, and removing 114,000 low-income people from the tax rolls completely through our income tax reductions. We've also made mistakes. I've made mistakes. And yes, there is still much to do. But those fundamental questions about the future viability of the province we all love, after this decade of growth, we don't ask them anymore. Saskatchewan is growing and vibrant and strong. And I will be forever grateful that I had the opportunity to play some small part in all of that. As for today, our plan to get the budget back to balance and to reduce our dependence on resource revenue is on track. Here again we have a foundation upon which to build. Provincial credit ratings are higher than they were when we were elected ten years ago. There's less operating debt and we have the second lowest debt to GDP ratio among all the provinces. This decade of growth truly is a strong foundation upon which to build. I believe though that to best ensure continued success in that work, Saskatchewan needs renewal, a fresh perspective in leadership. This was such a difficult decision to make. It is hard to lay this duty down, to retire from what has been and what will always be the honour of my working life. But it is time. So I leave you with something. You will hear me oft repeat in the months ahead and for the rest of my life. Thank you, Saskatchewan.
1: That is uh, Premier Saskatchewan Premier Brad Wall, who announced his retirement uh, earlier today. Uh, Ten years as Premier of Saskatchewan, usually ranking very high in opinion polls across the country when it comes to the popularity of Premiers. He said he will stay on as Premier until a new leader takes over. As expected, you know, Prime Minister Trudeau offered the usual niceties um, about, you know, Premier Wall's retirement um, from politics, uh, thanking him for his years of service, saying that he had the privilege of working closely with Premier Wall for more than a year and a half, made important progress on issues that... Mattered most uh, to middle-class Canadians, including pensions, healthcare, agriculture, industry, and promoting our natural resources uh, to the world. But let's let's be you know real here as well. Premier Wall, um, you know Justin Trudeau is probably also breathing a bit of a sigh of relief um, with the announcement of Premier Wall's. Resignation because Premier Wall has been um, critical of Justin Trudeau, of the Prime Minister of the the Liberal government, and on, on a number of things. And and Marfis texted and said, you know, I would have loved to have seen um, the battle him continue the battle um, with Ottawa over the carbon tax. And you know, that's not the only thing. You know, as I mentioned, Wall has been one of the the loudest. Um, critics of that over the the federal directive for all provinces to institute either a carbon tax or a cap-and-trade system. Um, He's not been happy about that. Um, And he had said that he was willing to take the federal government to court over the issue. Um, he, He stood up against... The uh, Potash Corp sale, so that was when a foreign company tried to purchase Saskatchewan's Potash Corp in 2010. He was vehemently opposed to that one. He called, you know, and, and he's not alone on this one, called for a halt to um, the, the 25,000 Syrian ref- refugees coming to, to Canada, citing security as a main concern. That happened back in November 2015. He was um, he was worried. He said that the large number of refugee claims that that would be fast tracked by the end of the year could undermine refugee screening, and he's been a, a big supporter of the pipelines, as you know. So uh, a big vocal voice in the West, um, oftentimes criticizing Ottawa, uh, will be gone with the retirement of of Brad Wall, and again. Um, He is going to stay on as premier until a new leader is elected. Some of your texts coming in, Brad Wall, I've made mistakes. What a class act. I'm going to miss him. From Edmonton, happy for Brad Wall, I think. I wonder if he's getting ready to march to Ottawa to kick ass and take names. And then this one on the complete opposite, Brad Wall's a moron. He knows things are going to get worse in Saskatchewan, mostly because of policies he and his party spearheaded and is getting out. He will have a nice cushy job waiting for him in a private sector uh, in the private sector after he leaves, as he is a corporate shill. And again, Marfa's saying he would have liked to have seen Bradwall finish his battle with Ottawa over the carbon tax. Bradwall retiring from politics once a new elector, once a new leader is uh, is elected. Uh, it's 3:48 on the 6:30 Chet afternoon news. We'll take a quick break here and then head to Ottawa get an update with uh, Morley Scott about what's coming up in preparation for tonight's big game. It's the uh, Edmonton Eskimos taking on the Ottawa Red Blacks. Thursday night football in the CFL sees your Edmonton Eskimos taking on the Ottawa Red Blacks in Ottawa. 6 0 Eskimos, 1 5 1 Red Blacks. Morley Scott joins us from what's the name of the stadium in Ottawa? TD Place. Oh, from TD Place. <laughs> you know. TD Place
2: Stadium, uh, right on the uh, right on the river. I'm not, I, I, it's not the Rideau. I think it's the Ottawa River it's right on, but anyway, okay. it's right on the river. It's a beautiful, beautiful setup. Uh, they have, uh, just to our broadcast left, we were talking about it when we got here today, uh, they've got a, 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 a big condo building. It's probably about 15 stories high, and when we first did a game here what, four years ago, uh, that wasn't even there. They've built that. It's a great oh. little area. They've got restaurants, uh, they've got uh, just all sorts of great, and it's going to be fantastic in this area for the Grey Cup coming up this year, which of course is going to be in Ottawa. So it's going to be a great uh, a great area for all the festivities that go on along Grey Cup. There's bars and restaurants and all sorts of things to do in the area. Uh, people won't have to go from the, the stadium area to downtown to find a place to eat all the time. So it's uh, it's going to be a good week when they, uh, when they come here for the Grey Cup uh, in late November.
1: And hey, I read today that at halftime, they're going to announce the halftime show for the Grey Cup tonight. That's that's the rumor. Yeah, that's the
2: rumor. So we'll uh, we'll see who that who it's going to be. They'll announce that today, and uh, we'll find out who's going to be entertaining the masses come halftime.
1: Oh, they've said another big Canadian act. I'm like, okay, who's got a new album out? Oh, Shania Twain. Oh, I've been there, done that, though. Haven't I know. We? Well, yeah, yeah we'll come on. To,
2: we'll have to wait and
1: see. <laughs> What's coming up? Uh, what are you expecting for the game tonight, my friend?
2: Well, I'm expecting a real tough game. These I've been talking about it a lot today. These two teams are, you know, when you look at their records, they're vastly different. But when you look at their games, they're very much very similar. Uh, I mean, the Eskimos are six and zero. Ottawa is one five and one. Every game these two teams have played has been close. The Eskimos are winning by making a play. Ottawa is losing by not making a play, and that's the basic difference. Ottawa always seems to find a way to shoot themselves in the foot in football games. Even the game they won, they needed a a defensive stand late in the game against Montreal uh, in a game that, you know, they, they forced five turnovers in that game, and they should have won it going away, but they just made too many mistakes and had to hang on to the bitter end. The last two weeks they've played, they've lost... As uh, the opposition's field goal kicker kicked the field goal in the last play of the game to win Mm. it, so every game has been close. So uh, it's it's they're really desperate for a win. I think they're going to be as fired up tonight as they have been all season long. The Eskimos, as we've talked so much about this year, they're they're patched together with duct tape and uh, and uh, and yarn because there's so many injuries on this team. We get a few guys back tonight, which is which is good for the Eskimos, but they've also lost a couple of guys. The O line is is really beat up. They made a lot of changes there, and be a big night for uh, David Beard. From Sherwood Park, University of Alberta graduate, he <laughs> plays his 25th CFL game tonight, but he also starts for the very first time. So oh, cool. it'll be a big night for him, starting at uh, at center on what is a vastly different looking offensive line from what it was just three weeks ago for the Eskimos.
1: Okay, very good. Um, and you know what? And Coach Moss, though, uh, you know, as much as he'll talk a little bit uh, about the uh, the injuries, that sort of stuff, they're just focused on winning. They're not kind of looking back. They're just dealing with it, saying, you know what? Teams have to deal with this. We're just going to keep moving forward.
2: Yeah, they've had to deal with it more than other teams yeah. and they know that but uh, I think the one thing that Jason Moss is making sure and I, and I think the way he talks about it in the media is delivering a message to his players that he will not let the injury situation be an excuse because yeah. you have to be ready to play whether it's uh, whether you're the second uh, on the depth chart third on the depth chart or fourth on the depth chart you have to be ready to play and I think you've got to give a lot of credit to the coaching staff because every player who has come in to play has been prepared to play that's good for the player but it's also good for the, for the coaches who have done the Job, you know, getting them ready to play. So uh, they've they've done, they, they, they deserve a break is what they do <laughs> uh, and, and to get some players back. Marcel Young comes back into the game tonight. Uh, Joel Figueroa comes back. Colin Kelly comes back. Uh, Shamad Chambers comes back. There's a few guys who are coming back tonight. So they are getting a bit of a break, but uh, let's let's hope over the next couple, three weeks, they get some more guys back and, and we'll be the team that uh, we all thought they could be. Strangely, through all this though, Jalen, they're 6-0. Nobody's yeah, beat them. Nobody's awesome. beat them, So you you can't really complain about the the way things have gone so far.
1: Coming up quickly on the uh, pregame show. Uh, we're going to hear from the coach.
2: We're going to hear from Rick Campbell, coach of the Ottawa Red Blacks. Uh, we're also going to hear from uh, Shamad Chambers, who makes his uh, season debut, his re-debut with yeah. the Eskimos, as awesome. he, is, uh, he is back with the team. Uh, Trevor Harris, quarterback for the uh, for the Red Blacks, will uh, will join us as well. Uh, we'll also uh, check in. And maybe, I, I think we've got somebody lined up to come and talk to us about uh, the Grey Cup festivities and the ticket sales and everything going Sounds on. Great. We'll see if that develops or not. So Have a great Full, show. full night starting uh, at the top of the clock.
1: All right. Have a great show, Morley. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Jalen. Talk to you later. Okay, 3.57, just a final text coming in, Uh, going back to the very top of the 3 o'clock hour, the Van Halen debate with me and uh, Jack Michaels. Dave says, come on, Jay, Sammy throws a party. Dave is the party. Case closed. I hope you have a good night tonight. Go Eskimos. Be back tomorrow at 2. Talk to you then.
0: The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.